Hey gang, before we get into this week's episode, I want to quickly tell you about Golink's membership program that we just launched this week. This is brand spanking new. And because it's so new, I'm giving founding members a discount while we build this thing up because I appreciate you helping me shape this entire thing. So who is the membership for and why should you sign up? It's for those who want personalized attention to their questions and challenges. It's for the growth junkies who want to have a meaningful conversation and have the desire to connect deeper with others. It's for those people who are done commenting or messaging back and forth. That's not enough on social media. Like it's great, but it limits our growth and intimacy. So if this sounds like you, then click in the description of the podcast. I'm giving a founder members deal because I appreciate you and this deal will disappear soon. Our first conversation is on February 11th. So we will have weekly calls. And on the 11th, the topic is trusting the unknown and fearing uncertainty. So how do we handle the stress of not knowing what will happen? How do we make decisions in the face of fear? So come and join me and other guest experts. Let's go and on to this episode. What's up? What's up, everyone? Welcome to another week of the Golink Show. My name is Ben, the host and founder of Golink. Golink is a supportive community of growth junkies and life learners embracing weekly challenges. Each week, we find a new way to level up and learn something new. So it could be a cold shower, waking up at 5 a.m., a kind act, taking yourself on a date, journaling, meditating, various fitness activities, and much more. These challenges are inspired by mission-driven brands that align with our values. So if you're crazy like me and you love to level up and you're always looking for ways to evolve and grow and step into your fullest potential, then Golink is just for you. Join us every week on social media to participate in these weekly challenges. Embrace the challenge with me at Golink Group. The Golink Show, this podcast, recounts experiences from life enthusiasts with a unique perspective. So they could be a mother, a teacher, business owner, coach, entrepreneur, somebody with many years of experience, or someone just stepping into their arena. Wherever they are in life's journey, we all have a story to tell. So we delve into the struggles that we come across during our journey. How do we find the will to make it through? What role does failure play in our lives? What tools and lessons have we learned from those difficult experiences? Let's talk about the process and not just the result. We discuss this and much more in the show. Thanks for tuning in. Woo, you guys are in for a treat this week. Um, this is an amazing conversation. And I texted Emily. Um, oh, yeah, you guys need to know Emily Gallagher. She's on the show and she's truly a gem of a human with a special charm to hers. She's someone that you can't put in a box. So, yeah, she's given a TEDx you know, talk. She's an amazing coach with multiple six figure business, but she's genuinely inspiring. And I've loved getting to know her. And she has my utmost love and respect. And she is the queen in all caps of trusting intuition and answering life's call. She believes the universe is conspiring in her favor. This is a must listen and most definitely worth a re-listen. Let's dive straight in because we must not delay the dopeness because this is just great and I know you'll love her. Here we go. Enjoy it, my friends. Dope. That was a very good synchronized clap, I will say. <laughs> well, um, everyone, welcome to The Gulling Show. Emily, how are you this fine evening? I forget what time it is. Right. I'm, doing, I'm just rolling. I'm just enjoying the moment. <laughs> exactly. The time is now. So I'm amazing right now. 
that's that's probably that's a good clock idea though like yeah just now i think that is i think i've maybe seen that i feel like it's a thing but like <laughs> you know that doesn't mean that that was any less of a good idea <laughs> we'll give it to you that's it's, awesome yeah so we were just ta- um you were just telling me you're doing voice lessons. Will you tell? Will you tell everyone <laughs> why you're away doing? away my secrets like that. Yeah. Will you tell everyone <laughs> why you're doing voice lessons? Note to self: Don't tell <laughs> podcasters inside secrets. <laughs> Never. No. Um. Mm-hmm. Well, the short story or the long story? <laughs> as long as you want, we're here. Well, no, because I I, I want to just not be bad. Like I would like to just be able to <laughs> like be like eh, and not be like really mm-hmm. bad. Um. But it was encouraged because I like I said I sent like a voice message to a couple of my friends where I sang happy birthday to them just jokingly and then but like a couple of them were just like you actually have quite a good yeah. voice and so <laughs> now I thought about I this the it. other day I was like now I know how people end up on American Idol who actually can't sing <laughs> because they have people around them that encouraged. say shit like that am I allowed to swear yes okay yep do your thing be you okay <laughs> which is this is actually a perfect segue so I thought of a fun way to start this okay are we so, almost started Oh, we're started. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we we're in. We're going. We're in so it. So I'm going to read you. Um, I have five things and we're going to play true or false, but they're from your website bio. <laughs> oh my God. My website. That's so old. This is cheeky. All right. I'm ready. Well, because you ha- you've done a lot of cool things. <laughs> yeah. Right. So everyone should just go look at the website for their own. Like, wow, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> but okay. that's totally what it's there for. So you just tell me true or false. Oh my God. Okay. Like, is this like you're going to like true or false whether that's on my website? Um, okay, you just do you, it. I we'll won't ask questions. Okay. You are obsessed with health food stores and pharmacies. That is true. Yeah, tell me why. Um, I just have this weird obsession. Of this, like, And often I won't even buy anything, uh-huh. but like I'll go in and all these different countries that I'm in and I just like get excited about like the possibilities of like wellness and health and all the little things. That's I know, so it just, interesting. It just like makes me excited. But you don't buy anything. Sometimes I don't because I get so overwhelmed, you know, because there's so many things. Yeah. This is a lesson in business, mm. guys. Less options for people, the better, because overwhelmed people don't buy. Mm. So I often don't, but I get very excited at like the possibilities of how healthy I'd be if I bought everything. So yeah, so pharmacy... <laughs> Is that, is that health a, food stores like more than pharmacies i would say okay because yeah. i was like you just like medicine <laughs> like mm, ibuprofen <laughs> yeah i don't even know if that's a thing in america but it is yeah um mm-hmm. more so health food stores okay than pharmacies i need to edit my website all right so we got that right we got that right this okay. is true ding yes. ding um you can add that sound effect and n- post yeah i'll it add in. it i'll edit or add it yeah add whatever. it and edit got it okay okay you hate snowboarding Oh, that's false. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know myself. <laughs> I love it. It's like my favorite thing. Yeah. So where did you first snowboard? Well, so my mom has always been an avid ski junkie. So like we mm-hmm. went to the mountain when I was younger, but I never was really like super good. At, and I was skiing, but mm-hmm. it was about two years ago that I got back on a board. And now I'm just like, oh, and where did you go? Obsessed. I it was in New Zealand. Okay, okay. And then I've snowboarded this year in the States. Where'd you go in the States? Um, I went to Big Bear. Cause it was like just an easy, quick trip. Mm-hmm. So I'm, st- I'm like looking to venture out, have my next, my next little mountain runs. You should go in my mind. Do you know what Sundance is? Yeah. in park you city. Go there. Right. I actually met someone that lives there and she was like, come out. So go, I think so. Mm-hmm. Is it amazing? It's pretty awesome. Okay. Have you been? Yes. That's where I'm from. Oh, is that, that's in Utah. Yep. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Word. It's on the word. list. Yeah. So you like you say word and yo. Okay, you're <laughs> passing the test. All right, next. You grew up wanting to be a solo entrepreneur. No, that's false. Good job. Okay. <laughs> so what did you grow up wanting to be? 
I grew up wanting to be the CEO of a multinational corporation. <laughs> yeah, does that just mean like, I just want to be like a... A big boss bitch. A big, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah I, just, mm. I just remember from a young age wanting yeah. to just... Yeah, that was kind of my vision. I wanted to have like just, a big life and I felt like yeah. that was, yeah, just what I was going to be doing. So what changed? Well, nothing really. That's kind of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like actually, you know, yeah. in a way, like... It's, it looks a little different, but essentially the energy of it's the same. I have my own business. I'm currently in the mix of starting up another one that already has mm-hmm. four employees, you know, so it's kind of already worked its way out, but in a that different vision. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not like I don't typical... work at a bank or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's a typical. Like, right. I'm a bank. Okay. Totally. I did used to work at a bank, so I was kind of trying to do it. That was the last time I was trying to cor- climb the corporate ladder. Okay. This bank. is good. We'll get into that. Okay. And then next... We're just going to roll with it here. Um, That's what we do. You believe the universe is conspiring in your favor. What? Yes. Word. Yeah. Will you, <laughs> True. will you expand on that? Yeah. I think that, I think it really started with neat, like, I used to be like a big controller in the sense mm. that not even like controlling. Cause I think that time that gets a bad, makes me sound like a psycho, but like more yeah. just like I used to think that I had to be in control of everything. If it was going to happen, I had to make it happen. Uh, uh-huh. If it didn't happen, why didn't it happen? And it just like got really stressful, yeah. you know, living that way. Um, and so I think it was just like over time needing to find a new way of like showing up in life so that I didn't like get so overwhelmed with everything. Right. Um, so I think just over time, I kind of just, it's like a continual choosing of that belief because it empowers me to like take chances and to ease my mind and to feel peaceful and to feel brave, like amongst the craziness that is this life. So that's cool. When was the last, like, does anything pop up in your mind of when you were just like, wow, like I trusted it and look, it just like happened. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what's an example? I feel like every day, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, um, I think it's even just like, for example, this house, like I I knew I needed to sign a lease. Well, I knew I just needed somewhere to base myself because I was moving Mm -hmm. around so much and and I was super nervous and scared signing this lease. And I was like, where is the money going to come from? Like, what if I don't get it? Where am I going to, just like all of these big questions. And Mm -hmm. it's like, you just always figure it out. Like you take that leap and then the parachute shows itself and it just always keeps reminding you that like, you're good. When Mm -hmm. you, I think when you really take those leaps, for the things that you know, like in your heart that you need to do, yes. um, then it's showing for you. And, and like, I just feel like it always gets supported. That's cool. Like for someone who doesn't believe that and they say, yeah. Emily, mm-hmm. Ben, like I made this jump and mm-hmm. time and time again, mm-hmm. I fail right. or mm-hmm. the business didn't work out yeah, or my heart got broken. Right. Cause there are those people like just realistically right. who seem to have like a bad run of bad luck. Right. Like what do we tell them? Right. Yeah. I mean uh, like, so to me, like f- failure literally isn't a word in my vocabulary. Like mm-hmm. I don't think that that's a thing that ha- exists. Right. Because it's a, it's just a construct of deciding to make something mean something. So, mm-hmm. okay, the business didn't work or I failed or he broke my heart or she broke my heart. It's like when we can trust and believe that, well, firstly, we get to learn from everything. So like, mm-hmm. did you ignore some intuition? Did you take a leap when you weren't ready? Did you, and that's, I want to, I want to caveat that one because when a lot of people aren't feel like they're never ready. So mm-hmm. I don't want to give that like the back door, like, oh, I'm not ready. But <laughs> what was like, was there any insight or learning or lesson that you needed to take into that? Did you rush into something? So making sure you're garnering the lessons out of all of those things, mm-hmm. then, then it makes, makes sure that it wasn't for nothing. Like, did you not learn something from that? Did you not gain insight into yourself? 
Did you not meet one person? Um, Because that's something I think people have a lot of like almost like a transactional approach with life. Like I did Mm. that thing and this was the result that I expected. It didn't happen. So therefore it was a failure or it wasn't worth it. But my mentality is generally just like more of a long-term investment and knowing that things are, even if you didn't like, that doesn't mean that stuff doesn't happen in my life. Like that is annoying or (laughs) doesn't go the way that I want because it happens all the freaking time. But it's like just reminding myself like, okay, something that I didn't realize or I didn't see or I can't see right now that is being taken care of for me. Um, And I just get to trust that that's what's happening. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm with you 100,000%. Like, yeah, it's you just because what you said, you constantly have to choose it. Yes. And I think some people I like what you said about some people like we're saying like, oh, it wasn't worth it for that one thing. But you think long term. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like you could meet someone like, for example, right? We just met mm-hmm. and, but in like a year and a half, like a year and a half time, there might be some super critical reason as to like why we know each other that mm-hmm. all of a sudden we're going to like, I do you know what I mean? Stuff, yeah. yeah. And, and you can't ever know that or see that in every single moment. And trust me, I have people very close to me in my life that mm-hmm. are like, what are you talking about when you talk about life's trying to talk to you or like it's working out for you or there's a plan, mm-hmm. you know, and they think it's just a completely different mentality but it's like ultimately up to us to take responsibility for how do we choose to show up in life and what do we need to do to support ourselves to create the life that we want and for me doesn't mean I wake up every day with like daisies on my head and just like everything is perfect like you know (laughs) you have a good like attitude though for sure (laughs) right because you have to cultivate it Mm -hmm. like I've had to cultivate it over and over and over again and I still have to and there's times when it's super on and then other times where it's like fuck is going on you know Mm -hmm. so but it's just a constant choosing and a constant reminder and a constant commitment to like if it's not working for you then you have to take responsibility to change it really though and it goes back to the like perception like whatever you see whatever decision you make whatever you decide to see you will see right 100 percent. you know so if you decide it's a failure it's a failure yeah if you decide it's a lesson and will be something bigger it will be right 100 percent. yeah and it sounds like i get it this stuff can sound so annoyingly fluffy Mm -hmm. right it's like oh god like choose your beliefs and when do you want to say it you know yeah (laughs) but it's like it's simple, but it doesn't mean it's always easy, but you have to start somewhere and you have to get really honest and look, I think about, okay, am I experiencing my life in a way that feels good? Then, okay, if not, what do you need to do to change it? What environments do you need to be in? What mentalities do you see in others that you wish you could have more of? Like, and take those steps so that you can put that in your environment mm-hmm. so that you can start to cultivate that for yourself. Yeah. Cool. Last thing before we... Because we're going down a good line. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> but last true or false question. Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> you thought we were I've done. Got a, I've, got a, I've got a like success rate I need to keep Yeah, <laughs> you're 100% so far. You studied foreign exchange trading in Hong Kong. I did. True. Which true is crazy. Story. Like, I think that's, you're very well-rounded. That, that's kind of why I wanted to do this as, right. like, as an intro. Yeah. Because you have so many different things. I'm just like, whoa. Right. Like she's done all this cool stuff. Right. Like, why were you doing Forex? Right. Well, so I moved to Hong Kong for a semester of my studies because I studied mm-hmm. international business and economics. And I don't, like literally have no idea how or why I ended up choosing Hong Kong of like all the yeah. places. Uh-huh. Um, but that was when I was deep in my buzz of like multinational corporation okay, okay. and like you know I was in mm-hmm. still studying and like I was getting really interested in like finance I mean I was always kind of interested in businessy minded things mm-hmm. um so yeah then it's like a course came up and 
and I was just like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so do you do like, that out of do trade? I right don't. Now? No, I never <laughs> kept it going. It's so annoying. I did like practice like some trading and stuff like that, but then I never really got into it with well, it's with a the lot mo- to with do the money. every day. Right. But people make some serious money with right, it. Right, they do. I, it's one of those things. It's like <laughs> I wish I still played piano, you know? My parents said that I would be annoyed if I gave it up. After singing I wish happens. I still did Forex. Right. Yo, next time we chat, I might be talking about my album. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you That'd be you're dope. be giving the exclusive. <laughs> That's, well, I'll come back out when yeah. you have the exclusive. Well, you album. might already be living here. I hope so. Right. I hope I'm living here. There you go. Which then it'll probably Let happen. it be so. It will. It's funny. I actually already said that. Like, uh, I just put that to the universe. Like, yeah. I will, there's something going to happen where I'm going to find like an affordable place in right. a quiet neighborhood. Like I just put that out there. I'm like, okay, let it happen. I love like, I'm it. I'm not stressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really powerful come from though, mm-hmm. you know? Cause then it's like, again, it's like such a surrendered place of like, if it's really meant to happen, something yeah. will show up. Like, not in our timeline, <laughs> but no. like in the timeline that is right for you, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's great. Yeah. One was, since we're on this topic, I love yeah. this topic, but when was the last time like you were disappointed? Oh God. Like um, a big, like, oh, like a expectation. <laughs> I'm like every day, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, um, let me think of something that's like, I guess meaningful. <laughs> um, disappointed. Mm, I mean, I was super disappointed recently because I, I'm trying to get my visa right now and I finally, after like literally months and so many consults and all the things, decided on the lawyer that I was going to go with and then just got super disappointed. Like she ended up sending me a contract with the wrong name on it and then didn't reply to me and all the things. And I was just like, really? Because it was one of those moments where I really felt like I was being guided to this person. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, yes, whoa, you know? Yeah. And then I just got super, I was like, oh. And it's in those moments where you're like, Really? take it wrong like was that you know and it's mm-hmm. just like super freaking annoying because it's probably the most that overwhelming thing i have to deal with right now yeah for sure and this is i'm proud to say this is a global podcast mostly american yeah however for all the americans will you give everyone just a quick <laughs> like look into like how annoying <laughs> and how difficult no- yeah like to, to right. move here to- yeah there's just a really limited number of options um really there's like an employment option but even that one is basically like throwing five grand at a wall and hoping someone might open the application like they take way more than they even look at Mm. um being sponsored which i work myself so that doesn't really work um there's like being transferred from another company there's just like a really limited amount of options Mm -hmm. like being super exceptional um which i could apply for that one there's still like specific things you have to do um or being like an investor so that's the one that i'm going down right now it's just a lot of you know, it's also very subjective. So you and I most might both apply for the mm-hmm. same visa and have the same application. You might get one and I might not. So it's not like a hard rule. So it's just completely depends on the person who's looking at it. So you, you know? just have to surrender to it. Right, exactly. It's like, <laughs> it was me. well, there's also something called the green card lottery that I was so sure I was going to get in mm-hmm. May. Like I was like, this is happening. It's meant to be. This <laughs> is it. It's how it's going to happen. It's going to go down. And I was with my girlfriends in mm-hmm. Australia. And we did like a little ceremony and like oh, we did. were all there. <laughs> oh, we just basically like had a moment with it. Yeah. And then I was like, I didn't get it. And I was like, what the fuck? We did the ceremony. Right. Well, I was like, it's <laughs> meant to be. This is how it's going to happen. I'm meant to be there. So, you know, it's like, again, you Good. just surrender. That's okay. I love it. And then just like, you keep moving. You keep, yeah. keep going. So your business, is your business name actually called Conscious Boss? Yes. Is that the, okay. So, in, yeah. uh, and the brand, 
and where does that name come from? Yeah, it's uh, I, I always knew that I wanted a .com for my business because so, mm-hmm. I knew it was like I had a global vision for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember I came back from this conference in New York and I was like, okay, hey, I'm going fi- to like, finally start this business. And I'd like, again, I, I wish I could had have written down some of the names I was trying to get because I think they would like be shocking right now, but they were all taken <laughs> because I was in like health and wellness. That was sort of the vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just came to me one day on a walk and it wasn't even like, oh, I'm going to be working with conscious entrepreneurs, conscious mm-hmm. bus. That'd be a great name. Um, and it was kind of, well, it was definitely before the whole conscious word became like every second yeah. word that people so say. So how long ago was that? It was in 2014. Okay. Yeah. So, um, it just came to me one day and then I just kind of grew into it like over the the next few years of realizing that I was working with, you know, business owners and entrepreneurs mm-hmm. that were, you know, about something bigger than themselves and about utilizing business to make an impact. So it's funny. Again, it's working out for you, right? You have no idea at the time. Yep. And then you end up like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Well, I love like what it stands for because yeah. I'm, you know, all about like the impact and like yeah. being conscious, mm-hmm. all, that, all those fun words. Mm-hmm. Um. And I know one thing that really stands out about you is that you're big on collaboration. Yeah. Um, and this, the podcast has helped me be more collaborative. Yeah. But naturally, I think I'm a little bit, I'm competitive with myself, mm-hmm. but I definitely compare as far as like, okay, this is like my bar and then I try and yeah. get to it or beat it. Right. Even like today I was at lunch mm-hmm. and then I got a piece of cake. Right. <laughs> and then like I could have, I was fine eating half of it, but I'm yeah. like, nope, I'm going to finish this whole thing. Right. <laughs> because I'm like, it's You're there. Right. So anyway, <laughs> side note. Very we, competitive we with my cake eating. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. guys. <laughs> That's what we're saying. So. It's an amazing life lesson right there. That is. I feel the same way about cake. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah. where did that come from? Oh, what, the cake? Or <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I don't know where the cake. It was gluten free too, and it was really good. I'm, I'm obviously, if you wanted to eat it all, I'm, <laughs> I'm so happy you had such a great cake experience. It was coconut. <laughs> He's like, I'm trying to like. Bel- <laughs> I don't care. It could have been full of all the things. I wouldn't be judging you. It was really very good. food neutral. Anyway, back to collaboration. Okay, collaboration. Where did collaboration come from? Yeah, where does that spirit in you come from? Right. Um, I think it came from um, like when I was. Again, right around about 2014, I started this, um, it was really just a conversation with me and a girlfriend. We just like wanted a space for women to come together that were in business to kind of share and collaborate and like connect in a community because Mm -hmm. we didn't really have that in kind of our space. And, you know, New Zealand is a small space and then like New Zealand wellness scene is even smaller. And so we just kind of wanted to have a space that felt like it was very like connected and sisterhoody and and, like collaborative. Um, So that kind of started just as a space for us to all come together and then eventually became really the backbone of my business had no intention for that to happen um and then and I think just through that and then having people come and speak and then um you know kind of leveraging each other's brands and things like that it just I think became um just a really amazing way for me to do business that felt Mm -hmm. so much more fun especially as like a solopreneur you know um it's so nice to be able to share ideas and bounce off each other and yeah. leverage each other and, and build community, you know? So collaboration is really that amazing way to do, to do that. Yeah. That's cool. Has it, have you ever caught yourself being competitive though? Or like with comparisons? Right. I mean, I think it's natural for sure. It's a human. I mean, it's like, you're totally just a human quality, yeah. like trait that we, we do. We live in a world that's always comparing us 
to everyone and everything mm-hmm. and how we're not good enough all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to be pretty off the grid if you're like not going to fall down that trap in mm-hmm. some way, you know? So it definitely happens. Um, but I think what I've really come to realize, especially in the last year, is like when we get into that comparison trap, we're, we're totally projecting some story of what we think that person is experiencing or going through that mm. a lot of times is not correct. Like, oh, that person has a seven-figure business. It's like, okay, do you know how much money they're spending on their business to get to seven figures? Do you know how much like time, energy, stress, and pressure they have? Mm-hmm. And that's not to say don't have a seven-figure business. Like, do whatever you want. But it's like be aware of the stories that you're projecting onto, you know, people that have the things that maybe you want because it's not always as simple i think as we, yeah, we try like, to we make have it seem no idea no none or even like like you see people we'll just use instagram as an example yeah who have followers right but have no business right like no profitable business yeah or you see people with less followers than someone and they might have a more profitable business totally you know yeah and it's all about what makes you happy like at the end of the day mm-hmm. if the price you have to pay to get the thing you thought you wanted is overwhelming your life like we just get to all have the courage to really look at what makes us happy on an individual level and that was a big message for me this year too just like well all right so if I thought I wanted that but it's going to take that do I do I choose that still like do Mm. I still want that and that's a very personal decision and it's different for every person right I love this because that's one thing I think about and so you know hopefully I can learn something from you because I do. I have the same dreams and aspirations of like doing big things. I always have done that. Mm -hmm. However, I think about like, like people telling me like, yeah, I know I'll have to sacrifice and like whatever. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm trying to find like something like you, like if I don't want to do that, like why am I going to do it? Like why can't I construct my own abundant way of doing things? Right. So can you talk about, you know, going to or not as much detail as you mm-hmm. want of like, what was that thing that you decided? Nope. Mm. I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do that. Cause that's not going to make me ultimately happy. Yeah. It basically happened when I burned out completely, mm. <laughs> which is a very common, uh, experience of entrepreneurs. Like most of my friends that I've spoken with recently, like have all experienced it in recent times. Um, and it really just made me see that. And my brother said this to me, he said like the way you're doing things isn't working. And I was like, and actually at the time, I think he said this to me, he's like, the universe is trying to tell you which mm. now. I don't think he would say, but that something is not working. Right. Mm-hmm. Because that's not how it's supposed to be. And I think as a society, we've normalized the hustle and the grind yes. and the, I'm like so exhausted. I'm so busy. Mm-hmm. And that's fine if that's what you choose, but it's like, are we consciously choosing that? And, and so my thing is now I know that that like, and I had to keep reminding myself because I've had a really deliciously spacious like eight months where I was like play and joy and like it was so great Mm -hmm. and I really let myself have that because I was like this isn't going to be your life forever right because life goes through seasons Mm. and then now I'm in like literally one of the busiest times of my life with so many things happening but I still have bringing that context in of like and also none of it is more important than your health your happiness your peace of mind so I'm like that piece is in there now like I've I've embodied that piece um so it's just like again it's like a constant reminder of okay you can choose to be completely overwhelmed about all of this because there's so much happening Mm -hmm. 
or realize that none of it matters as much as you think it does. <laughs> you know what it's I'm saying? True, yeah. Like we get so psycho about these things that are like, <laughs> it's got to like, we've got to do this and it's got to like be happening now and it's got to look like this and it's got to, and it's just like, no one cares. Right. And it's just like, <laughs> so we ask so much of ourselves and it's like at the end of the day, to me now, it's just not worth not seeing friends, not feeling like yeah. I can truly connect, like not being able to not be on my emails all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a certain point in the day where it's like, all right, no more today. So do you have a system that you follow, like no emails in the morning or like creative stuff in the morning? Like mm-hmm. how do you batch or what is your schedule like? I'm not very systematic because I think that like I'm freedom is like always my number one thing. Yeah. So I said to the girls today, we we're on a meeting and I was like, um, my, co- my co-founder business partner was just like, well, we could have a rolling time. And then I was like, yeah, I'd prefer if we just didn't have a rolling time because <laughs> rolling times give me anxiety. Because uh. it's like, I don't want to know, like on Monday, that's why I don't have a job, right? I want to yeah. go, okay, what looks good and feels good this week? Or like day by day sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm not like day by day with all things. But um, so I'm, I do protect my mornings though. Like I generally like to have a slower morning. I like to yeah. sleep until like 7.30. I used to get up at like 5 a.m., but no longer. Um, and then I generally like to like, 10 a.m. is my usual time. I was at my desk at 11 today. <laughs> but 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. is usually like I don't do calls generally before 10 or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then so you have dabbled in the more strict structured ways. Mm. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm a Capricorn. So we're generally kind of a little more like structured and responsible mm-hmm. and like that kind of way of doing things. Um, I mean, I got up at 5 a.m. for like 10 years of my life and like went Dang. to the gym like every single morning. Like, you know, um, but that was when I had job. <laughs> and I had to, mm-hmm. you know, and I still have mornings where I get up and do the things. Um, but I just, I just prefer to like, the, that's one of the things that gives me the most joy. It's not even like the big things. It's waking up every day and being like, oh, like what time do I want to get up tomorrow? Like, what do I want to do in the morning? Like, mm-hmm. how do I want this day to go? Like, that is the biggest luxury to me. Those little moments. Um, Cause it just reminds me that like my life is mine and I get to live it literally how I choose every day yeah and it's so which is so cool and you know I'm so new into this so would you give me any advice as someone who's four weeks in Mm. because I definitely have those thoughts of like even being out here and I'm just doing interview after interview after interview and so in my head I can say okay Ben you're on the west coast just like enjoy it like enjoy like these cool conversations Mm -hmm. because you're gonna have two or three months of a different season where it'd just be grinding yeah. and do more email, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of not as yeah. what I would deem as fun right. stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to enjoy the moment as much as possible. Mm-hmm. No, it's in a season, but mm-hmm. and just any type of advice, what would you give me starting this journey? Yeah. Well, firstly, congratulations. Thank you. Because it's so awesome. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really about finding your own rhythm. Like mm-hmm. I think it can be dangerous to be like, this is the way and this is how, because we're all wired so differently. And again, it's like, what do you choose? Like, do you want to work eight hours a day? Do you want to work three hours a day? Like what feels good for you? Um, And also I definitely think that like you are out here. So, Mm -hmm. you know, make the most of that and enjoy that. And who else can you connect with? Like, and connection and relationship building is always going to be something that builds your business. Like that is like my number one thing. So Mm -hmm. you're already doing things to utilize that. And again, we always have like, for example, I just went away to this tech event last week and I'm denied about going. So I was like all the reasons. And then I ended up having this like five day, you know, I bought a one-way ticket because I was like, I don't know what I, 
if I'm going to like it, when I w- what I want to do after. That's, that's pretty dope. Yeah, all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really like that these days. I never used to be like that. Mm. Like, I don't just buy one-way tickets and just, like, see what I want to do. Be, like, planned, you know? Mm. Um, like, I didn't even decide if I was going to stay in this hotel or drive down or get a flight, like, until the morning of. I was like, what do I want to do? Because <laughs> that feels, like, super fulfilling for me. Um, but I was, like had so many things to do and that was mm-hmm. the reason why I wasn't going to go and like the minute that I got up there like, I literally didn't look at my work for like five days good job yeah well because I was like I'm here I'm doing this and like once I get because it feels like so much like oh I'm being so bad or I, I have so much to yeah, do bad. yeah like I'm so like I'm being like, yeah exactly like mm-hmm. guilty or whatever but again you doesn't take you as long as you think it does like get back on top of things and move moment like make momentum and have things mm-hmm. move forward Plus, you literally can't just keep working, 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 working. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you know, because you just burn out and you lose passion, and you lose energy. Yep. Like that's something that I've learned is that our body is such a great guide for that too. Like following the wisdom of like cycles and, and you know, it might be a little different for guys, but still mm-hmm. just giving yourself that rest and that relaxation and that play mm-hmm. and not thinking it's like an extra thing but knowing that it's actually part of how you're going to build your business. Yeah. I love your emphasis on like do what feels good. Right. Right. No, for real. Like I really do. Like why not? Like we, we believe or we live in the most like prosperous time. Right. Where you can buy a one way ticket. Right. You know, and you were in this dope redwood and like your meal one night was like, it was like, (laughs) Like a banquet. Yeah, a banquet. <laughs> I like that. It was, it was awesome. Right. Like, why not? Yeah. Do you ever feel guilty because you're living such an awesome life and maybe your family or friends are not? Mm. Ooh. Um, I don't feel guilty about my friends and family so much. I mean, my family has a great life, like um, most people, because I think as well, everybody that I know on a personal level has the option to choose what I've chosen, mm-hmm. right? what I feel bad about or get guilt about is why I have this privilege and other people don't. Me too. Right. But I'm doing something about that. So Mm. that combats a lot of that because I know that I'm really active in doing what I can for the people that are more marginalized than me or don't have the privileges that I do. So, so I'm doing that. So it's a both end. So I, but I still feel super, you know, it's not even so much guilt really. It's more just like pain that I want to really help people, you know? And then, yeah. Yeah. Cause I was walking Again, like my morning was woke up at six, had a workout, jumped in the ocean, mm-hmm. like journaled, worked and like edited whatever. And then I went to lunch to finish the edit. And then on the way. And wa- cake. Yes. And my cake, <laughs> most importantly. Um, and I saw because it's in like the Palisades. So right. very yeah. affluent Bougie. neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And you see just like you know different types of workers Mm -hmm. and like I had that thought I was Mm -hmm. like wow like look what I'm doing like as I'm walking past them and it was like a weird yeah dissonance yeah Mm -hmm. which I know that's my thing because they could be choosing that life too right right it's true like I don't know their story 100% it's projection yeah Yeah. it's obviously my own insecurity Mm mm-hmm so on, let's jump into that. Okay. Let's jump into money stories. Ooh. Cause I know you just released a podcast that people yeah. should go listen. Yeah. But maybe that is a story I've been telling myself cause I grew up, um, we, my mom did a really good job keeping us in an, like a affluent neighborhood, mm-hmm. but we moved a lot. Right. Like she's, you know, um, we just had to move a lot, you know, change jobs, finance struggles. Yeah. Um, 
and luckily everything has always worked out. Mm-hmm. I think my sister even told me, or she told my mom at least, and my mom told me, and Liz, I think you already know, so it's okay. <laughs> and like she said one time, why does Ben, seems like money always works out for Ben. Right. And that is even for me a little trigger. Right. Because I want everyone mm. to f- have it work out. Right. Like I want everyone to be abundant. Mm-hmm. So what, so talk to us about money stories. Yeah. And I mean, like money stories is one of those things that's so personal and it's based off of so much that you've like gone through, right? Mm -hmm. Especially from like parents and then, and again, like environment. Like, so for me, and I was having this conversation with a friend who stayed here the other night, um, just about how I was like, oh, all of my friends are entrepreneurs, you know, like I literally don't really know anybody with a job these days, like a couple of people, right? Um, And so the people that I'm around are very abundant because that's their model that's their frame of reference that's what they've chosen so for me i'm constantly surrounded by that reality because i'm a big believer that you can't become what you can't see yes right so if you're constantly surrounded by if you grew up with a story of struggle um if you grew up with a um you know and you spend time with people that think everything is expensive that think that you know the world is unfair that, you know, everything costs too much that you can only make this amount of money that someone, you know, in your family's only ever made this much. Like all of those things have a real, real tangible impact in how you think about money and then how you Mm -hmm. think about it, how you spend it and then how it continues to flow. Cause money, like, and this is something I like to share with people, like money is an infinite resource, like infinite. Yeah. Literally. It doesn't mean it's a number like on a screen. No, it's like it's an infinite energy that's never running out. Like they print it, right? And but so many people are living their life with money being the number one fear, like the number one reason they don't do things, the number one thing that keeps them up at night. Like, and I can relate, like again, my Capricorn, I grew up with like, my dad was very obsessed with security. So my model is like work hard, get secure, create money, like to be secure. And so I'm always trying to like generate security to... Mm to do that via money right but I heard something really interesting the other day was because I was listening to a podcast because I invested a lot of money in myself with that place that I stayed (laughs) Um, again because I spoke to my girlfriend and she was like you know seven years ago when I did this and I did it because so her blueprint was like that's a worthy experience and 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 I don't buy a lot of things I invest things right and experiences and places Mm. are investment for me um because again, you have to put yourself in the environment for you to see what could be possible for you, yep. right? Um, but I don't know where I was going with that before. So you were uh, listening to a podcast. Yeah. You were thinking about oh, something. Yeah, they were saying like security doesn't come from money. And mm. so many of us are thinking that it does. And we're just, because we, like, if you guys listening out there are watching, how many of you can relate to always trying to create more to feel secure but never feeling secure? <laughs> yeah. Like, hi, same, mm. you know? Like, you never get to the point where you feel like, oh, now I'm good, you know? So it's like, how do we create that feeling inside of ourselves? Mm. And I think, especially as being like entrepreneurs, you have a mindset of creating value. So Jim Rowan, who was yep. basically the mentor for Tony Robbins, but he says you get paid for the amount of value you bring into the marketplace. So if you're not receiving the amount of money that you want in your life like how can you become more valuable and add more value to people and this is an amazing skill set to have no matter what if your filter is always how do i add value 
then you're always going to be secure. You're always going to be a valuable person. You're always going to be able to look after yourself Mm -hmm. having that filter. Um, So I would definitely just say, check your stories that you grew up with, you know, um, and check who you're spending time with and check what you're like continuously starting to like believing about money as well. Yeah. And it's so interesting. You talk about the people you're around Mm. because I forget sometimes with the people that I'm around and then you go around someone else and you're like, Whoa, like, right. Totally. Like what? Like you think this way, but like the way you think is definitely like the 1%. Right. Cause yeah, you might, I mean, you might, you know, like wine and Netflix, you know, but not, Every single night for hours. Right. Maybe. Sometimes. Sometimes. But not <laughs> if I've like, got a good show. <laughs> yeah, but it's, you know, you kind of like yeah. that same, like you love to learn. Right. Some people don't. Right. Like we'll just stick to that. Like even just some people who like to learn mm. is the minority of people. Right. And yeah, like I've definitely taken that for granted. And you mentioned putting your, putting yourself in places to see what's possible. Mm. So is there, is there a limit? Do you feel like you're limiting yourself right now? Like, is there something you can't see of how big you want to go? Um, I mean, I've always had a really big, and just before we go on to this, I just want to say as well, yeah. like, so in my TED talk, I spoke about this in terms of mm-hmm. the different zones, like survival zone and then like radically engaged zone. And just a lot of people, and when you, to your point around learning and stuff, if we can't look after ourselves, we can't even think about all the other stuff, right? And yep. that's why the money loop can so often keep us in this is like survival, survival, survival. So it's like working to get out of that. Um, and again, so you can put yourself in places where you see other people who have gone through that and created mm-hmm. abundance and all of that um, or get mentors or get, you know, education, whatever it is you need to do or even just podcasts and YouTubes. Like that's what I listen to a lot of the time just to help mm-hmm. me like bust through a little moment I might be having. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Okay, what were we saying? So we were... Oh, is there a limit? A limit? Yeah, so a limit. Like, do you feel like there's a limit you can't see right now? Like, because of how big or far you want to go currently? I think that... um, Yeah, so I've always felt like I would have, like, a big life. Um, But at the same time, I feel like I'm already living that to a certain extent. Whilst Mm -hmm. at the same time feeling like I'm at the bottom, right? Or I'm just getting started. Not the bottom, but, like, I feel like... You always feel like you're just getting started, Mm -hmm. right? Um, but I also, in a way, almost feel like I'm being not necessarily groomed, but I'm kind of Mm. like, I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing more and more like access to real, like, like next level, like, you know, like billionaires and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, okay. (laughs) All right. And I was having a conversation with my friend last night who's a client, um, you know, super abundant and, and she was like, yeah, you seem very comfortable in those environments, you know? And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I feel like maybe just because I know that like that's what I want. I mean, I used to work on super yachts, so I've seen mm. that like level of just total mm. next level, right? Um, so I know it's there and I, and I it's, it's not something that I'm obsessed with having because I'm yeah. not, but it's like, you know, I create those micro opportunities to experience that as yeah. well. Do you think about like, I want to make this much money or do you think in terms of impact? honestly now like impact like I don't really even think like don't get me wrong I love money I love it and I like no one should worry about saying that either you know because money is amazing (laughs) lets me do super (laughs) lets me have this amazing house lets me be in LA it lets me make a difference because I could definitely not be doing the work that I'm doing with our nonprofit and the time and the energy and the money that that takes without having money right so Mm -hmm. um 
but impact for me is more important. That's the thing that lights me up the most. But don't get me wrong, I love making money as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a both end, mm-hmm. like because I can't do one without the other. You know. No, I love it. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, so while we're still on money, how does someone monetize their passion if mm-hmm. they're in a day job and they like, I don't know, like what one of your clients like? What's something right. that have you seen that's just been like? kind of cool that you're proud of that they monetized I mean I have a lot of clients that do like I work with a lot of coaches Mm -hmm. consultants entrepreneurs you know people with very sort of like specific styles of business what's a specific something person that I would work with or no like a a specific like an avenue and a niche for their coaching what do you mean like, so what are they coaching on? Right. Oh, they mean like anything and all things like a, mm-hmm. like women's period coaches, nutritionists, money coaches, uh, relationship coaches, life coaches, career mm-hmm. coaches. I mean, that's the thing. It's the, Everything. it's the time of the coach. We're in the, in the, <laughs> the, time the, of the generation coach. of coaches right yeah. now. Um, so, I mean, you know, I've had clients that have gone from literally making $3,000 a month to $100,000 within like three months, you know? And it's Isn't like... Isn't that insane? You should right. be freaking stoked on that. Are you? <laughs> like, yeah. Do you, do you th- here, we're going to take a moment. <laughs> do you ever just like... Like, that's really cool Yeah. that you've done that. I mean, they did it. They had to right, do the course, work. But course. you facilitated that. Right. It's sweet. I had someone else ask me that the other day. They're like, do you actually realize... Like, do you take a second to realize like <laughs> yeah. the impact that you make? And I'm like, not really. <laughs> but yeah. it's... Yeah, it's, it's amazing. And at the end mm. of the day, you know, you just help someone see what they're capable of doing, you know? And that's the thing. That's all I do. And that's the biggest thing that I try to do is support someone in becoming the person that makes it happen no matter what, right? Because mm-hmm. rather than just giving strategy, strategy, strategy... If you, like, that's why I know I'll always be successful because I am so committed now and resilient enough and committed enough that no matter what happens, whether this thing works or it doesn't work, I'll always be able to find my way Mm. because I've cultivated that character. And that's what I try to do with my clients because when I stop having a call with you and giving you a strategy, you'll know where to find it or you'll know you're you're that person who can create value in your own opportunities. So that's the biggest thing that I try to do really with my clients. That's cool. Yeah. So, but generally speaking, how does someone monetize? Oh, right. Yeah. We just <laughs> totally didn't answer the question. It's, it's like, that was great. And not answering. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. the thing with this is it's all about value. So how does what you do create value for someone? And so, and this comes down to also like choosing who you want to work with. It comes down to like messaging, which, oh my gosh, I have to go back and forth with people so many times on this because mm. you have to think about what is the pain point that you're solving always yeah. always always so you can add value mm-hmm. so what do you love to do like what like why do you want to do it for that person but also getting really intimately connected to choosing the person you want to do something for but knowing that you have to solve a problem like people don't buy services or products just because you want them to right like how we're motivated to get out of our pain we're motivated to get out of um to have someone create a solution for us Mm -hmm. so what are you like and and i think especially like you said it has you have to be passionate about it so how do you take that passion and think about the person that that might be really valuable for um, and then speak to them and solve that problem. And if you're not sure how to do that yet, then start working with people or being around people that um, can support you and how do I take my passion and actually turn it into a product or a service? Like how is this thing monetizable? Because a lot of times it feels like, oh, 
like a lot of times people get really connected to what it is that they're good at or they're passionate about yep. that they can't see how that could be valuable to someone else. Mm-hmm. Like I cannot tell you how many clients I have. it's normal for them. Exactly. Yeah. It's just they don't like, see it as like something special. Totally. Yeah. So if you are in that space of like how the hell would that even happen, like talk to some people that you think might be the person that you would want to do it for. Like if you, I can't even think of anything, but like, I mean, I'll just think of something coaching, but like whatever mm-hmm. your passion is, who do you, who are some people that you think might be people you would want to provide that to and go and talk to them? Like, would you buy this? Does this make sense to you? Where is your pain point here? And get on the, get on the streets and start asking people. Yeah. It's so simple, but it's so no simple. one really does that. And keep your freaking job while you do that, you mm-hmm. know, like as well until I'm talking to the guy who literally just quit his job. <laughs> no, but it's like you also, whatever works as yeah. well. Right. Like I, I had my job and I did temp work and I did all of like, cause everybody's personality is different. Mm-hmm. Some people do really, really well off like the leap, but do whatever you need to do. If that means keeping a job while you go and like figure things out and talk to people and get some momentum. You've also been doing things for a minute. Yeah, so you've and it got momentum. On your situation. Yeah. To- Totally. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you have kids? Do you have a family? Do you yeah, have a be mortgage? Responsible. Yeah, be responsible. Exactly. Yeah, be responsible, people. Yeah. You know, because I think it, it's it can be glamorized of just like just do it. You know, sure. and it's like yeah, just do it, but like think about it, <laughs> but not too long or too deeply, like that you don't do it. Just but do it, but then think about it, but not too much, yeah. not too little. Yeah, just run on sentence. Yeah, there's a there's a, yeah, there's some read the fine print. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So with your Simple, no, but like simple things like that, you know what I mean? Um, and just also start, just start doing something. Like I didn't know that I would be doing what I'm doing now when I first started my business. I was like obsessed with knowing where I was going to go and how would I make money and mm-hmm. where am I going to be in five years and what do I even do? And it changed so much over the action of just being like, oh, it's not that. Oh, it's not that. No, that didn't feel good. That was good. More of that. And you just mm-hmm. refine and refine and refine. Yeah. But you don't, you can't get that insight unless you actually get in the game. Yeah, which is cool. So I'll answer the question here because um, I didn't answer it before we started recording of like, what's my big vision with this? Yeah. So with the brand, so every single week I do um, challenges inspired by brands. Mm-hmm. So it could be um, one with one coming up with a company. Have you ever heard of like blender bombs? No. It's like a little um, nutrition ball okay. that you put yeah. in your smoothies. Yeah. Makes sense. Whatever. And so mm-hmm. like the challenge would be like, you know, like some health related, like or eat yeah. a smoothie a day, whatever. Right. Still figuring it out, guys. It's coming. Right. There's a very good thing. That would change people's lives having a smoothie a day. <laughs> there you go. It's, mm-hmm. it's changed my life. There you go. Um, but yeah, um, for example, so w- my mission, right, is to to not only monetize it, but like do meaningful marketing for brands. So it's not yep. just here's a picture of me and my tea. No offense to people who do that, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, that's so tea. easy. Yeah. Right. But for me, it's like, no, let me actually take your product or service. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you have to have some guts to allow me to actually use it and feature it. And does it actually help you? Right. Do I actually enjoy it? And then if I do, then I'll feature it mm-hmm. like, you know, to yeah. the community of mm-hmm. people who actually want to level up and grow every yeah. single week. Great. So it's actually meaningful marketing, monetizing by brands. But why I tell you that is because at the same time, I know it's going to change and fluctuate and like right. my big vision mm-hmm. of like, yeah, I could have an app with these challenges. Then you click and you buy the product or whatever, like, or events or whatever. Yeah. But like for now, I'm like, this is the path mm-hmm. and I'm yes. fine for it changing. Yes. Yeah. I love that. And it sounds like a great idea because people are needing, yeah, marketing needs to become more meaningful. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I'm trying to do. Right. Is make it meaningful. Get it. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. And totally, you because you don't, 
get because also if you got all of the friggin' insights straight out the gate, do you know how overwhelming that is? Like like That's all true. of the things that I you could do. You wouldn't even know. Yeah, you wouldn't like, understand. And this is one of the like I, this has supported me a lot in overwhelm and decisions and stuff like that. And I got, do you get those notes from the universe? Do you know no. what they are? Is that? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> You're like, uh, I was like, no. is it a figure, figurative, like to your solar actual, right. yeah, like an actual service? Like, no, product. it's like an email, free email that comes through. And it's okay. like notes from the universe. And it's just mm. like these little like couple of paragraphs that okay. just nudge you in the right direction. Uh-huh. Do I do not. Okay, you should sign up. I might see people post them. Yes, okay, Mm -hmm. yeah. But there was one the other day and it was just perfect. It was just something about like, about not making decisions before they need to be made. Like when you're Mm. sitting in, because indecision is like so overwhelming. Like making a decision, changing your mind, not sure which way you're going to go. Like it's so draining too. Um, And we literally only have a certain amount of actual decision-making power in a day. So if mm-hmm. you keep making the same decision back and forth, back and forth, like you'd literally wear yourself out. Mm-hmm. Um, but something that I've realized that supported me is knowing that like, if I don't know which way I want to go yet, sometimes it's because I literally don't have all of that information yet and it's not the time to make that decision. That's a very good perspective. Yeah, because you don't have all the information rather than like, I need to make this decision. It's like, <laughs> how can I like sit for a second until mm-hmm. I really know? And then you know, but it's like we, we try to, f- again, force knowing. And it's like, well, if you don't have all of the insight where you feel like a clear decision is ready, then just give it a second because you'll know when you need to know. You know, like yeah. I haven't wanted to f- file for my visa this entire year. And now I'm like, I need to f- file for my visa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, because I know now that I'm ready to do that. But I wasn't before, you know, and I wasn't even aware of this business and I wasn't aware of this visa. So it would have been a totally different thing. So it's just trusting mm. and knowing that like, when when you're ready yeah let's so you might i know i've only known you for an hour and a half but like my perception of you is very like you're extremely trusting very even killed in the best sense just trusting and loving Mm -hmm. i feel like is the right way thanks um but like what challenges do you day to day Right. Um, to bring, to make you seem more human. Right. Oh my God. I'm definitely <laughs> very human. Um, lots of things. Like I get, again, I have a lot on my plate right now. Um, managing a lot of people and managing expectations, expectations of people, mm. trying to manage like what I think people should do versus like what they actually do. And like, is their way right or my way right? And feeling frustrated. Mm. That's definitely something I'm sitting in a lot of at the moment. Mm. Um, so learning that whole thing. Um, yeah, feeling super overwhelmed with like decisions that need to be made, the visa process, um, you know, ultimately having like, but no, like this is cool. You have big problems, right? Which is an amazing place to be in, right? Like it's not like a small problem. <laughs> I I don't know, like the store ran out of my favorite ice cream. I mean right. that that is a big right. problem for me, right? But however, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like you have right. like. Like, oh, I'm overwhelmed with business. Right. Like, life is, like, too good almost. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, Which yeah. is, no, that's that's awesome. That doesn't make me sound more human, though. <laughs> life no, is too good, my Life <laughs> is too good. But, like, how do you, like, looking back, like, so 2014, five years ago. Yeah. Um, Like, that's just crazy because you think what you've done in five years. Right. Like, think of another five. And this is just not right. you, but anyone listening Anybody, or watching. Yeah. Like, think what you can do in that time. Seriously. Like, your life has massively changed. Oh, yes. Like, completely different. I'm literally, like, not even just my life has changed. Like, I'm, like, a completely different person. Mm -hmm. Not completely different, obviously. But, like, just feel like I get better all the time. 
like because I feel I like that. yeah because I like, work on myself but like I feel like leaning into the places I want to grow and then mm-hmm. so I'm totally different in my life now than I was five years ago and I think maybe that's your piece of advice is invest in yourself oh my god yeah and the key word there is invest like and this is a big thing I think also like almost circling back to the money conversation too is like check like a lot of people that have money problems mm-hmm. and I'm not saying all everybody obviously it's generalization but they spend money on dumb shit, shit. <laughs> thank you like they do you know it's mm-hmm. like how many coffees are you buying how many movies mm-hmm. are you going to how many drinks are you buying at the bar how many subscriptions do you have to dumb things like how many things are in your life are like how nice is your car like what are the things you're spending mm-hmm. on like how what clothes are you wearing that don't move the dial for you like those things are fine to have but if you're then continuously saying i don't have the money for this that and the other to really move things then check yourself like what like really check it and be honest with like what you're actually spending the money on because it adds up yeah or just pick one of those things that bring you the most happiness yeah like and then continue to spend money there yeah like if 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 you like i will say too i mean i don't buy many things but like when I'm in nicer clothes or feel really good about myself, I have a better life. So I create better opportunities because I show up more powerfully. So there is mm. that correlation. There can yeah. be that correlation. So what is it for you? Um, but knowing that like investment, especially if we're talking about business too, like don't get into business if you don't think you're going to have to invest in your business. Like mm. business isn't just a job. Like you have to be willing to spend money to make money. Really Real though. talk. Real talk right there. Like that's the nature of the game. So mm-hmm. again, it's just like seeing, okay, what do I want? And am I ready for that? And do I choose that? Um, Cause there's risks in being a business and wanting something different for yourself too. Yeah. With your clients that you've seen succeed mm-hmm. and then not succeed. Mm-hmm. All of my clients succeed. <laughs> no, <I'm> <laughs> They're all kidding. winners. Yeah. <laughs> um, how, how major of a role is like belief like in themselves? Right. I mean, huge. I mean, mm-hmm. like fundamental, because ultimately, especially when you're like doing your own thing, you have to be able to sell yourself. You have to be able to sell yourself to mm-hmm. make sales, to do business, to do anything, to put yourself, put your hand up for an opportunity, anything. So if you don't have that belief, and like I also think like belief has to be fostered, can be fostered over time as well. Like you, you can't necessarily have the belief before you've done something, right? So mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I'm an amazing speaker, but you've never spoken on stage. Like maybe you don't have that belief, but slowly like putting yourselves into the situations that are gonna allow that belief to foster, I think is really important as well. Um, and again, being around people that support that way of thinking, mm-hmm. um, because I don't want everyone to think like they have to have rock solid belief in themselves before they start because you often don't because you're no. trying things out and you're learning and you're growing, but being willing to have the courage to keep putting yourselves into the places where that belief can grow. Hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Is that, is there one, again, everyone's different, but right. to generalize, is there one thing that you see that makes people succeed or not succeed? Honestly, the biggest thing for me that I think is so important because if you get this, you get everything else basically is your relationships. Like honestly, Mm. because if you are surrounded by a community of people that are abundant, that uh, have an amazing thought pattern, have like a powerful outlook on life, are creating opportunities, are healthy, are like excited, are passionate. Like if that's your everyday experience, everything else in your life will change regardless because like literally by immersion you become that right so that's always been the biggest thing that I focused on 
is making sure I'm surrounded by people that are up to things, that are doing things that excite me, that are I'm constantly being stimulated by the possibilities mm-hmm. of that which is around me because then I just see what I need to change. I'm like, all right, that person's doing that, so I need a bit of that. We don't need to go to figure that out. That's possible over there, so what do I need to do to create that? So that kind of up-levels everything else. So I feel like it's like the fastest track to like the best life. I love that. So yeah. my podcast this week was about when and how to remove a negative relationship. Ooh. Have you ever had to do that? Yeah, not so, like, not so actively where it's like dramatic, like, you have to be gone. You know what I mean? <laughs> which I think people Bitch think. be gone. Yeah, like, you're no longer good enough to be in my life, like, which I mm. think people think that's what it's like if you yeah. have to cut people out. And that might be for some people. Maybe it needs mm-hmm. to be that drastic, but it's never been that drastic for me. Um, it's more just about, because it's not about like right or wrong, or, like you're a bad person, I'm a great person, mm-hmm. you can't be in my life anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just more about alignment and, and thinking about, does this person stimulate me? Do I feel good around them? Do I like what they're up to? Like, does it feel positive to be have them in my life? And you mm-hmm. can just, I mean, I travel a lot. So for example, every time I go back home, I have a different, I just have less time for just more people, right? So yeah, I'm just yeah. very conscious of, yeah, like who I still choose to have invest in. Um, so that kind of just happens naturally over time. Um, so it can be gentle as well like that, but you do need mm-hmm. to create the space. Like, Because a lot of people are lonely as well. A lot of people don't have these communities yeah. and a lot of people don't have these relationships and I get asked a lot about how to create them. And it's like if you're constantly spending all of your waking hours with people that don't light you up, you're never going to meet the people that do because there's no space. And that's, again, this like the leap that we have to keep taking in, in our life. You have to make the space Mm -hmm. first when you're freaking out because you don't know what's going to fill it, right? Like, hey, now I'm lonely as fuck and I have no friends. (laughs) Like, what the hell? Or like, now I have no job. Like, what's going to be my business? Or now I have whatever. Um, But that's often what we need to do for the thing that we want to actually come in to create the space. And that's probably the scariest part. Oh, my God. Just creating the space because it's empty. Totally. Yeah, and emptiness is scary, you know? (laughs) Because we so we want to fill it, we yeah. want to fill it, and I think that that's another thing that I realized in the last year was we as a humanity, essentially generalization, think things are wrong when they're not going the way that we want them to go, right? Mm. So it's like, oh, that didn't happen, like, or I shouldn't be feeling this pain or the sadness or this loneliness or this anxiety or whatever, and it's just knowing that all of it is a part of the flow, right? But we only want the flow and it's like success, productivity, connection, happiness, you know? (laughs) But it's two sides of the same coin. So I share that because like that was a big game changer for me when Mm. things go down again because it's all about perception. If you think your life is broken, then it's a lot harder to be resilient. Yeah, this is cool. Like you, I can tell you are a great leader and will continue to... There's like your perspective of patience. Do you like, have you, I'm just starting to read um, Stillness is the Key. Oh, I haven't heard of that. Uh, so do you know who Ryan Holiday is? Yes. This is a new book that okay, just cool. came out. And one of the, the things he talks about is like good leaders have patience. Like if good leaders don't have patience, who's going to have it? Right, right, right. And that's, I can tell that's a thing of yours. So can you give people a snapshot of who you were before 2014 <laughs> just to see really yeah. though of like the contrast of the improvement that you made is really cool. 
I think I was just a lot more, um, I was definitely a lot more like, I mean, I've gone through a lot of personal stuff as well as like business stuff, but mm-hmm. um, I was just a lot more like obsessed. I was a lot more obsessed with like my body. I was like psycho about mm. that. And I was like psycho about fitness. And then I was like psycho about work, like having everything work out. Like I had three jobs that like, you know, there was one time where I had three jobs within 24 hours. Like I went from my bank job to my bar job to like my market job, like all within 24 hours. Cause I was like obsessed with like making money and saving and going away and things like that. But I was just very like, I would say it's like, uh, like white knuckling it, you know, it's yeah. like, I'm going to try to like figure it out and make it work, you know? <laughs> um, and again, cause it's like that control piece. Whereas huh. now it's more just like, ah, okay. You really are. It's impressive. <laughs> Not all the time, yeah. but that's my general intention is to just keep reminding myself like, all right, just practice. We're good. Yeah. It's just a constant reminding and like reassuring yourself, you know, because also yeah. something, okay. Something that I always tell myself as well, and this is usually as it pertains to money, but when I'm having money fears is, and this might not be a relevant story for everyone because mm. they might not feel this, but I've always had enough. Like no matter what's happened, like here we are in my house in LA, like no matter what, like I've always managed to figure it out. I've always been fine. And so when I have these moments where I'm like, oh, the fuck is it going to work out? I'm like, it always has. You've always been okay. Even if it hasn't gone the way you wanted or you thought it was going to happen this way and it didn't, but I've always been okay. So why would that stop after 32 years? All of a sudden it's going to change. And it might, that could be true, but like, it reminds me and gives me the faith and the courage to just keep going and not spend all of that resistance and that time mm. on like stressing out about it. Cause it's just stressing out about potentially something happening. I you know what that. I mean? Yeah. That's cool. All right. So as we start to wind down, mm-hmm. I have a segment in my show that's called scroll my soul. Oh, okay. Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> it's like, it's not as sexy. Maybe it is as it sounds. Right. Well, we'll um, see. <laughs> we'll see. So it's called scroll my soul. So, you can see him scrolling through my computer. Right. So Is that my soul? It's my soul. <laughs> oh, it's your soul. Okay, cool. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'd like to think my soul is a little more dynamic than that. <laughs> but uh, so what it means is, okay. That's funny. We just kind of talked about that. So oh. we can do more than one, but essentially where these come from are different conversations or podcasts or journaling. Whenever I get here a quote or get an idea, I write it down. Okay. And then I randomly scroll through and I stop. Oh, okay. And then I just ask you, what does it make you think of? Okay. What's your experience with it? Okay. You know, Cake. you can do more than no, one. <laughs> so the next one is, or this one is called the opposite of success is not trying. And, and so I'm saying what this makes me think. Yeah, or like, okay. do you agree with it? Do you disagree? Kind of elaborate. Right. So the opposite yeah. of success is not trying. Totally, because I don't mm. believe in failure. Yes. But it's, yeah, if you don't, yeah, if you don't even try, like the, the pain of the regret of what could have happened is always worse than, the, than what might actually happen if you do try. Mm. You know, like you'll always figure it out if you try and it doesn't go the way that you want. But if you don't even try, you're going to be riddled by the like, what if I had done that? And that's just, too painful for words. So I agree with that for okay. sure. Okay. Let's try, 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 oh, I can't <laughs> try and find one that makes you think a little okay. bit. Um, you can't be everything you want, but you can be everything you are. Ooh, you can't be everything you want. But you I, can be everything, you, can be everything you, are. you are. What I think about that one that makes me think is about challenging what it is you think that you want so like you can't be everything you want 
but have you when was the last time you challenged what you think that you want okay if you can't be mm-hmm. a supermodel or a this or a that when was the last time you actually consciously decided what it is that you wanted and why because then you would decide that you get to be what you are right but mm. we live in a world that's like telling us that we should be that so we want that but we don't actually but check like in. what do you want what do I want? No, no, like oh. hypothetical. <laughs> right. Okay. Cool. Emily, tell me what you I'm want. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, like, uh, yeah, people really, you know, generalizing again. Mm-hmm. But like, we just look at, like, we. I don't think we really know what we want. Oh, totally. I I agree. Like, yeah. or well, or we just assume, or what we 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 might know what we want, but we haven't like really checked in with where that even came from. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because we just are constantly being told that we should want to be, you know, look like this, have this kind of a lifestyle, have this relationship, have this, this, and this, you know? So we're yeah. like being messaged all the time what we should want, yeah. but we haven't actually been like, hey, but what do I do? It's the same with business. It's like, oh, you should want to be a seven-figure business. It's like, or eight figures or nine or whatever you want, you know? It's like, okay, but do you actually want what that's going to take? Yeah, or like, do you want to make 50 grand, work three hours a day? Right. And live in a cheap, you know, just like, yeah. What do you choose? Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. cool. You personalize it. Okay. Is there anything else on your heart that you'd like to put out there? Mm. I like it. Meditating. (laughs) Stillness is the way, right? The key. Oh, the key. But it's the way too. Okay. It's the key to the way. (laughs) Um, I mean, really, I just, it's just about, really like people just doing what makes them happy you know and then again that sounds so cheesy but it's like anything really is possible if you want it to be Mm. surround yourself with good people that remind you why is my voice leaving me um choking up that's just a really good podcast really really connected hear that i'm gonna use this as a testimonial (laughs) (laughs) getting choked up um yeah just that really believing whatever it is you want to create is possible and putting yourselves into the environments like taking opportunities that come your way and knowing that they don't always look like you know a bag of balloons at your door you know it's like Mm -hmm. being willing to go and create opportunities take the ones that come take the chances take the risks um know that you're always supported in however way that might feel supportive to you um and like life is both really short and also really long you know it's like Mm -hmm. so short to like waste it but also so long to be doing stuff that doesn't light you up. So, you know, anyone that's lost anyone will know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so frigging go forth and own the day, you know? I love it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for doing this. Oh my God, it was fun. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me here in the in the new home. Yes. And be a, be a boss. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm trying to like think be of a boss, sign up y'all. for you. Be yeah. a boss. But... The Thank conscious you. boss. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Adios. Thanks for having me. All righty, my friends. I hope you love that episode. And if you did, please go leave a review. Give a personal shout out to Emily. Let us know what specifically you liked and enjoyed. We'd love your feedback. So please go leave a review on iTunes. And if you want to join the conversation, if you want to participate in these types of conversations, get personalized attention, like <clears throat> help decide the topics then go and join the membership. I'd love to have you help build this thing. So the link is in the description. Go join. Ah, because I'm stoked. And we start on February 11th. And we'll be talking about these topics specifically. 
trusting the unknown, fearing uncertainty, and how do we step into that? How do we make decisions in the face of fear? So I'm stoked to delve into these topics every week. So please join me and everyone else and the, at the Goal Link membership. And this week's challenge is inspired by Emily and her brand. So you heard her talk about how money is infinite. It is an infinite energy, right? Like we're printing it, creating it all the time. Like there's no lack of it. You just need to attract it to you. It's infinite. It's energy. It's like anything. So your challenge this week is to practice this mindset. Practice an abundance, infinite mindset. Like you might have heard of, you know, abundance versus scarcity. Because when you say you can't afford something, what happens? That exact thing happens, right? Of course, we're physical beings and we live in a physical world. However, I think we don't live enough in that woo-woo world, right? Of calling that into your life and the energetic purpose of that. So when you say you can't afford something, nothing's going to change. That's how it is. So we want you to practice looking for the opportunities. So here's one cool thing that I heard in an Abraham Hicks um, talk one time. The challenge for you this week is to practice this thing. So put $100 cash in your pocket. Put $50, $20, whatever you can afford. Put money, actual cash, put that in your pocket and you walk around with it every single day, every single week. And everywhere you go, look at all the possibilities of what you could spend that money on. Don't buy anything. Don't buy that yet, right? So your purpose this week is to carry $100 carry a Benji, Benjamin, right? Carry that in your pocket. Always be thinking about what can I purchase? Like what are the opportunities that I could spend this hundred dollars on? And what this will do is it'll start to shift your perspective of all the possibilities that are out there of not only things you can spend, but you'll start to see money come to you. You'll call it to you. Because when you say, I can't afford it, you shut off any possibility of calling that to you. But when you look at all the possibilities and the opportunities for money, then that starts to shift your perspective. So look for all the ways you can spend that $100 and then think of, you'll just start to see these opportunities and how you can make. So just don't spend it. The point is not to spend, it's to look at the opportunities that are out there and the many ways to attract wealth, not only financially, you could use this for anything. Anything, anything, anything. The world is infinite with potential and possibilities. So please focus on the possibilities and the opportunities because they're infinite, they are abundant, they are out there. So that is your challenge this week is to focus on the abundance and the infinite, what I can't think of a word the infinite possibilities there you go anyway that's the challenge this week thank you for tuning in please tag me and Emily go follow her her um, follow her on insta that's in the description of where you can find her thank you for listening thank you for you to spend over an hour of your time it means the world to me and I love that interview with Emily again leave a review on iTunes we love it it helps the show Remember, my friends, if it's anyone, it's you. If it's any time, it's now. Please, please, please don't be afraid to give up something good so you can get something great. Have an amazing week. Adios.